0: Well, we thought it couldn't get much worse after last week's 86-point mauling at the hands of the Gold Coast Suns, and ultimately we were right, only in the least satisfying way imaginable. Yes, the story remains the same for the Hawks in Round 4, going down to traditional rivals Geelong by, that's right, 86 points. And now for the first time in years the heat is on. Or is it? We'll be unpacking everything over the next hour or so and do our darndest to have a laugh in spite of a pretty harrowing season so far. Hello, I'm Nick Mason and welcome to the most must hear podcast for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. Joining me is a man who was actually pretty optimistic for a moment or two there at the MCG. G'day Tiz. When they kept missing everything, I thought, wow. Really? We
1: might have a chance. Did, was that actually your been, mindset? We would have been a goal down if
0: Sicily um, had kicked that one at the start of the third. Yeah, but mate, the writing was on the wall early. Oh, it was with definitely Geelong. on the wall. But like, first yeah, quarter, you can't even, let a team have that many opportunities. But even Clarko's waiting for it to click. And so am I. <laughs> and so is everyone. My question to you, has, as it has been in the, in the last three weeks, when is it going to happen? Well, it's going
1: to happen for me next week when we lose by 86. Oh, okay. Because I've already backed it.
0: Well, it's another three peak as far as I'm concerned. Last
1: year we had a win by two
0: points. We had the
1: what was it? The triple double win? Yeah, the triple, yeah.
0: (laughs) So we're a pretty miraculous team. In fact, we're well set we're well poised to be the best losers in AFL history. (laughs) If we lose by eighty six points three weeks in a row, I mean that's miraculous in its own right. Yeah, it'll pay for our next grand final tickets. (laughs)
1: Maybe we can earn some back on the on the team. Well, I was going to say, I'm yeah. willing to put some money on that at the moment. <laughs> but but we were outflanked, we were outplayed, we were outdone. Just, and then in the last quarter, did we come out? I wasn't entirely
0: sure. No, no, no one did really. Um, massive problem with second halves Just, this year again, and and that was the worst one.
1: But I've got to say, Luke Hodge. Yeah. Holy hell, that. Oh, he led by example, didn't he?
0: Yeah, it really um, gives you pause for thought when you consider. Oh, you know, maybe he might retire at the end of the year, well, but then you see performances like that, and it's like nah, there's still a bit left in the tank. I know. Oh, I think I think he'll retire. Oh, he, he needs just, he needs to. I'm he, not advocating that he stays on.
1: It just said to me that is the difference between him and so many other players that oh, I've seen sure. through the years, not just for us, but over the whole league.
0: Yeah, I mean the buzzword used with Luke Hodge is he's a warrior. And, and you know, we can be flippant about it. And I think especially the media is, oh, Luke Hodge is a warrior. No, he bloody is. Yeah. He is really good and he stands up a lot of the time. I know he has a reputation as a thug as well, but <laughs> he got well, his he, uh, he got his own back, didn't he? Well, he didn't he get his did, own back. And he, he got served up to him. And he didn't squeal about it either, like... Well, he didn't have to, did some of mean, the, the other greats. But, um, <laughs> the video footage, like, that, that sort of told the story, didn't it? You can't oh, just elbow a bloke in the face. Pretty piss week. Well, he got two weeks, that guy yeah i'll I tell you what my girlfriend was saying like oh so um you know it's all right when uh it's all right when hodge does it but when some guy hits hodge oh it's a crime it's criminal how dare he and i looked at my girlfriend and said so sorry who hit luke hodge yeah that's what i thought who cares who are you mate you no know one <laughs> you know what sit out your two weeks no one's gonna miss you buddy
1: he actually played quite well. At yeah, okay, whatever.
0: <laughs> look, here's the thing: as long as we're zero and forties, we're going to be constantly punching up. It's not a position I'm familiar with.
1: Uh, but, and then there was that media frenzy about Ruggles going down, and I felt sorry for Gibson because it was a beautiful hip and shoulder, just that Ruggles' head
0: got in the way. I felt sorry for the fact that Gibbo got off because he could use oh, a spell. Oh come
1: on, that is this what? is the kind of shit talking. From our own supporters, no, we no, do come, not need, no,
0: no, no. Seriously, this is going to be a balanced podcast. What,
1: what did I read? I wish he'd got twelve, so we no, didn't have to watch him okay. run around. No,
0: it's not that bad, but he's having a shocking year. So I think being in the VFL for maybe just a week, a week long spell, wouldn't be so bad. Well, this come is, on,
1: this is this is my feel. This week got such a short turnaround that I think Clarko has an out to okay. say. We're not going to play the vets. We're just going to let the young bucks run around with, like chooks with their heads off mm. and see what they can do. Mm. And uh, it's nothing on the vets because the uh, AFL have ro- robbed us of a
0: decent recovery period. Is that going to be satisfying enough for supporters, though, at this point? It feels like we need a win. Like, people are getting pretty impatient. And, and you'll notice this week, especially in the media, the heat is well and truly turned up. Yeah, I've been wondering why the heat is so...
1: Yeah, it turned up. Um, mm. it, it's it's weird when you've got Buckley and... I mean, Hardwick's just keeping his head above water with all these wins, isn't he? Well, and pre- then Clarko has such a good record.
0: Well, I mean, it's unfortunate because, um, you know, famously we, we fell short of the, uh, the Western Bulldogs in last year's grand... Hang on, that wasn't us. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Sorry. Sydney. Sorry. Oh, oh, hang on. There are worse losers than us. Well, they're not worse losers. I would say they are. Where are they meant to be? After last year, not 0-4. and Are you kidding me (laughs) right now? At least people were saying, you know, people want to call this as the end of the era for Hawthorne. That ended last year. The writing was on the wall last year. So I know no one expected us to, to stumble this spectacularly early on in the season. I, mm-hmm. I concede that. But at least you got a sense that, well, they had their 3 beat, and now it's come crashing down and where to from here? Who knows? And even at the trade table, people were saying, who knows about Hawthorne? Massive question mark. No one was saying that about Sydney and they don't come under nearly as much scrutiny for having been runners-up and all like, could have won. They could have won the grand final. And where are they now? I'm sorry, they should have won. The grand well, they should have won the grand final. Yeah. Did you know the Western Bulldogs have a handball clinic? Have you heard about that? No, no. Well, apparently Geelong's gone to the same school. Did you see that? <laughs> all what? week. Oh, so many moments throughout that game. Did- what the throwing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Well, that's uh, maybe I just notice. It I'm all becoming the time immune now. to it now. Oh, that's what they want you to do. Yeah. I, but,
1: I get the feeling that's how it works. You just you see it so often, you just don't react to it anymore. But I'm, a, I'm of the school of thought, really, that Clarko went to his players and mm. he said, right, we've got, we've got a chance to create history. Mm. You know, I, I don't feel that he thought the team or the, the side was good enough to get the four. Okay. But I think he backed them. Mm. And I think he said, <laughs> you know, we're good enough to be roundabouts. We get a bit of luck, we can win it. Mm. But we weren't going to win it outright we weren't going to be the clear leaders for the whole year. And we weren't. Well, I'd argue that we indeed... And in doing that, we sort of buggered up the list a bit.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you could argue that we rolled the dice a bit. And you want to mention luck. I mean, 2016 for Hawthorne, we spent every last morsel of luck that we had getting over the line so many times by such close margins. Um, yeah, I'd argue that we spent it all. And then, you know, it came to Isaac Smith kicking that... That goal, and we we, well, we we saw we saw that we'd run out, and uh, and oh, look, it wasn't going to be our year anyway. Yeah, at that a- point.
1: after that, they they definitely thought they couldn't do it. You could
0: see it in the yeah. psychology of the players. But I the, don't think we would have gone much further. I know, you know, that's almost like hindsight bias. Could have got closer than Geelong did, probably in Sydney. Yeah, probably. So maybe maybe I'm just saying that because I'm particularly petty after the weekend, but. <laughs>
1: But you see how, how we put everything into that. I mean, we didn't start rebuilding last year. We didn't really push all the young players mm. in. So
0: we're a little bit behind the eight ball there. Have we made a huge mistake in that, in that no, respect? No, that's not a
1: huge mistake. You've got, to, you've got to go for it, don't you? You have that opportunity, you go for it. Well, I mean, I mean we Sydney. sit 0 four now. Now, Sydney are in a similar position to to what we are now, but we have taken our opportunities. Okay. Right, apart from the one they took from
0: us. Yeah. We've taken ours. Yeah, that, well that's yeah, that's true. And again, and, it annoys me got, so much that they come got, under less scrutiny than Hawthorne
1: But they've got all these dispensations. I mean, they got their academy, they had their salary cap they, I lo- I love it turning
0: a, into the old man yells what, at cloud podcast. What do they have? They
1: had uh, <laughs> they had another day's rest before that grand final we lost to them.
0: Yeah, right. You okay. Know, which was wrong under the rules of the game. <laughs> This is just all-encompassing whinging, this podcast We now. could have had a five, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? We're thankful, aren't we? We have Sydney to thank for setting nah, the wheels Sydney in motion, that. setting an entire era of dominance. Well, thank you, Sydney. That was very nice of you. No, <laughs> but I think it's rubbish that they don't come under the same scrutiny. I know they've got their injuries. What but about North, your favourite side? Oh, I'm pretty content with where North are, to be honest. I'm pretty happy about relevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> oh, per- yeah, exactly right. And this is the thing about, you know, it's hard to be on social media at the moment. Like, I feel it like a lot of supporters do. Being on Facebook and Twitter, just seeing constant like links to articles of people just laying the boots into Hawthorne. And it's like, yeah. Now, look, now, this is what I wanted to talk about. Why yeah. are the
1: media so aggressive?
0: Oh, because it's sensationalist.
1: No, I'm not sure. I I get the feeling that Hawthorne haven't been all too good at
0: managing their media relations. Oh, okay. Look, we'll get to that. We have plenty to say on this. I know where we're headed. But I will say, we're a story because we're a relevant club. We win and it's news. We lose and it's news. What about, like, Carlton? Who gives a fuck? Really? (laughs) Who gives a fuck about Carlton at this point? Just as an example. Like, I would rather be relevant no matter what the club's doing. I strangely have a soft spot for Carlton. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. But then you would. We've been up on them since 2005. <laughs> no. no, that's not why. No. No. <laughs> okay. no, I was just exposed to
1: a lot of their good players in the 90s. Now we've got Rats, of course.
0: I'm just going to steer us back on track. I think I I might know where you were headed, maybe. Surprise me. Tell me what you were going to go on about. So, Clarko isn't the nicest bloke to the media, <laughs> is he? No, well, he's, I think he's reasonable. I think you could be worse. I
1: would I would say there was a fear factor there Monday night, <laughs> okay. And for the for the journo's who are attending, and I know he made them wait an extremely long time, mm. uh, to come in for his presser, right? Mm. Not not a great way to be, but apparently he's been like that for a while. Okay. Now that's part of his job; he has to do the presser and all that kind of stuff. But then he also does things like. When he does get rid of Mitchell and Lewis, mm. it's not a journal that comes in to interview him. He's interviewed by someone within the club. Mm. And this all sort of points to this Clarko's domain okay. that is becoming the narrative in the media. I mean, Caro's going on about it. We okay. don't have the CEO... There's no counterfoil so So for the, it, it's kind
0: of mutating into a monster that we can't really control. Yeah,
1: and they need to get ahead of it now. Yeah. They need to get ahead of it because... But you understand why... Otherwise, they... the pressure's going to be on him from both ends. It's going to be on him from an administrative, yeah.
0: executive, and the on-field displays. But you understand why they did that with Mitchell and Lewis, right? Why they limited his... Well, they're trying to manage the story. Yeah, I understand
1: they're trying yeah. to get ahead of it, but why, why do an intra-club? Why not just get, well,
0: maybe not slobbo, but someone else? You know, <laughs> Never slobbo. <laughs> no, well, I, well, suggest who. There you t- can't just say someone. Like, you've got to say who. Oh, there are definitely some
1: uh, Hawthorne, you know, supporting oh, so- someone media like, personalities. Someone like Nat Edwards or, or yeah, someone like exactly. that. Yeah, like, you know, Well, okay. Who are going to be, you know, grateful for the story and also get it out there. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, that was a very sort of insular piece it was Mm. speaking to the members yeah that's um, true But clips of it got cut up and put on you know channel 9 channel 7 whatever they wanted to do with it yeah so you don't really have any control i guess not no other other than it looking like you're trying to have control
0: (laughs) yeah yeah well i don't know oh i will say to that uh, that we're um where of your smart set of supporters i would like to say tiz and a lot of people out there are not making that reading
1: Oh no! They, like that's definitely like, becoming the narrative. That of, it is clarco Clarko alone, Clarko and his relationships. He's he's losing the players. That's what they're going for. That's what uh, they're putting no, across.
0: No, no one's no one's interested in the boot stutter or you know what I mean. Like the coach is like the figurehead. He's he's like the face of the club. Like the coach is always going to cop it, no matter what. You're not going to go after like. One of the assistants, or something like that, who, not, who, who also has a bigger role in I'm not, I'm to not play saying the we box. should get rid of him. I'm saying okay, well, we should look after ask. him better. Okay. Well, but
1: he needs to be looked after better. The media <laughs> needs to be managed a bit better than they are at the moment. Okay. And there needs to be some movement on that CEO stuff.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. I tell you what, the social media needs to be managed a bit more. Oh, does it? (laughs) It was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We were told all week by the Hawthorne Well, we did did
1: something similar on on the podcast. We were digging down on the podcast last week, just so we didn't feel too bad when we got rolled this week.
0: Oh, a little bit, but not to the extent of, here's a highlights package of when Tom Hawkins kicked a goal after the siren. What was really awful
1: was you were clicking the link going, how are they going to make this good?
0: And yeah. they didn't make they it didn't, good. They didn't make it good. They teased <laughs> us all week, our own club, about how we've famously lost close ones. I, I had to keep up,
1: you know, keep leaving my phone, going, and wash my face off because, <laughs> because they'd been
0: rubbing my nose in it. It was awful. <laughs> it was a bit like that. I mean, it's weird because in years prior, I swear it hasn't been like this. So whoever's at the helm of Hawthorne's social media, well, get your act together, yeah, please. I think
1: you like those gifts they do, don't you? You know, that
0: big oh, page the of gifts. Oh, uh, sometimes. I mean,
1: it's it's cute. I mean, they must be running out of tragic gifts by the night.
0: Well, it's cute when we're winning, but I mean, when we're losing, it's just a bit, you know, again, it rubs your nose in it. <laughs> it's just, just manage it better. <laughs> like, I know when I live tweet, you know, it has the propensity to be a bit doom and gloom, but at least it, like, takes into account the gravity of the situation. Yeah. That, yes, we're losing. This is a fundamentally bad thing. It's, it's not we're losing. And here's Kermit the Frog. Like, <laughs> you know, just take it a bit more well, it seriously. Is a, it is
1: only sport, but it, it is frustratingly infantile.
0: I think. <laughs> are we? Uh, are we going to talk about the game? Shall we talk about the game? I feel like we need to cover oh, do it. Do we least.
1: have to? I mean, I'm just going to wait for the gifts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they tell the story. <laughs> they set the scene properly more than we ever could. Um, well,
1: I, the umpires on the day were Donlan, Chamberlain, and Stevens. How did you think they went?
0: Oh, I didn't like him too much. Didn't like Razor Ray. No wasn't a fan. Jeez, he didn't some... He, at he one... had some shockers. Wasn't it at one point he tried to ball it up and it basically just hit him back in it, the it, face it, almost? It, is
1: that what happened? Because I haven't yeah. watched the replay. But yeah, it I... looked... like At the time I was like, did that just hit him in the face? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Do I the need, replay. I need to
0: watch it again because I looked up just as the ball was like bouncing off him. <laughs> and I'm like, what just... And everyone was like with the Bronx cheers. I'm yeah. like, what just happened there? Yeah. Now, the umpires weren't particularly good. But I mean, I'm a bit... At pains to go on about the umpires when I don't think they cost us. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... It doesn't feel like it was that much of a factor.
1: I I wasn't saying it was. Okay, fair I was enough. Just, I thought I'd put that I out there. I was just, uh,
0: you know... Just, try not to talk about Hawthorne. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you lob that grenade instead yeah. as a diversion.
1: Yeah. This is going to be the diversion tactic for the whole year.
0: Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, now we need to talk... I, th- I feel like watching Hawthorne this year, we get... Like, the games are peppered with... A few good moments, and then we go hungry for the for the rest of the game. Like, I mean, Gunston's goal was amazing.
1: The most concerning part for me was even when the game was done, mm. we didn't get easy goals. No, there weren't no. any junk time goals for us. We didn't just chip it round and.
0: Uh, and you predicted because we were talking throughout the match. You predicted that maybe we were we'd, saving we'd ourselves. Change it up, you know, yeah. because
1: we knew. That we hadn't been running out in the second halves.
0: Yeah. So Maybe we'd been keeping stuff in the tank in the first shift in, half. Shift into another gear and away we go. Well, I mean, the, o- the opposite. But that did not eventuate. Happened. I mean, it was, I mean, it's arguably the worst second half. I mean, Gold Coast was pretty bad, but what is it? Like, you know, just coming out after half time, like we're, we're almost not even there. Well, it points to conditioning, but... Do you think it is a matter of fitness? Well, I, mean, I think it would be for the, for the ageing players. Yeah, okay, but we are playing quite a few new kids as well. Well, that it's also a factor for them. I mean, they don't have. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't have that conditioning yet. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair enough.
1: Um, so we have got, got both ends of the scale. Yeah, great. And you so can we're see, stuffed. but you can see we're we're having fairly consistent performances from our mid-range players, mm. uh, mid middle-aged players. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was going to say yeah, yeah,
1: but uh, they they're getting exposed.
0: Yeah, and um, I think it, it came through on on Twitter. I'm not sure I have the question here or, or the comment here, but the the players that are supposed to have good currency just their, their stocks are plummeting because you know they they're premiership medalists and they're just not turning up and that really just sucks the life out of the team like when that when that core of the team just doesn't show up no well they're getting asked to do much more than they used to i guess i guess so
1: like what like giving an example well you you can consider their opponents mm mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you want? To, who do you want to look at? Give me an example. Uh,
0: let's go off the top of my head. Gunston.
1: Well, Gunston's in a, a miraculous role. Uh, Is that the word you'd use? Yes, <laughs> because it requires a miracle <laughs> for it to work. <laughs> well, it seems to at the moment, but he's oh. being asked to do much more than he did in his yeah. That's that's premiership why. Years. That's why the and that in terms of his mind. opponents, yeah, he's getting he's getting a much harder opponent than he would have
0: when um, Hale and Mm. and roughhead and, mm.
1: you know, we're in
0: the side. Um, let me ask you this, uh, burning question ahead of next round. Which area of the ground do you fix first for mid, us? Mid, uh, you always start with the defence. Okay. What needs to change in the defence? I'm sort of putting you on the spot here, I guess, but...
1: Well, if you can't defend, you can't win a match. So, you always start with defence and then... But the problem is, uh, in terms of our list, how many midfielders
0: have we got? Well, yeah, well, true tr- out and out midfielders. I mean, honestly, that doesn't feel like we have much depth anywhere. Well, no, we have plenty of depth,
1: yeah, in the back line and in, in do the, we in the forward line? Oh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Well, what,
1: that. what 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 is Sicily and O'Brien and and, and um,
0: Brand and Heatherly? You know, we're we're set up both. They're, they're so untried, though. I'm I'm reluctant to call that depth just yet. I think they need more more time which is going to need to happen this year, to be honest, the way it's going. Well... Well, actually, yeah. that, that's something we saw. Um, do you reckon we've learned our lesson with Gunston and Sicily yet? Where, where to play them? Because you put Sicily in the forward line and, wow, like he suddenly looks a bit dangerous. Who knew? What, you're sceptical of that? Yep. Why? Because I can't think of many
1: run and jump forwards that have a really big impact on games.
0: Okay, but at least Sicily looks more likely than he does in the back line. Come on, you've got to agree with that. Well, just because he looks better up forward doesn't mean you play him there. I think it does.
1: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't, because for team structure, there's plenty of players that have had to
0: go back with their career because the team has... Because the team requires it. Yeah. you got to remember, we have Birchall out as well, so when Birchall comes back... Well, you I you just... do
1: realise that... Ryan Burton is a much better forward than Sicily is. Well that
0: that was my hope. Right. Yeah. So
1: who do you want in the back line? Sicily or mm.
0: Burton? Heatherly, if possible. You, Can we
1: you see they're the they're the kind yeah. of
0: choices you're
1: making as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. In the future, which one do I want to be slotting the goal for the premiership?
0: Well well, I want <clears throat> I want Burton in the forward line. But um is, is there a future in which we have Sicily and Burton in the forward line? or? Oh, well, right It depends now, th-
1: on your recruiting, doesn't it? Well, I mean, yeah. Cousins looks very good in the VFL. Right. Okay. I think we should probably go through the results from the VFL because that was
0: very that's encouraging. Where, that's where we're having some success. Well,
1: that was very encouraging. I mean, uh, these are the players who did not play at the, week, at the weekend. So we played on Friday, good Friday. Mm. And uh, these are Box Hill Hawks who could have played. So Hartung, Duray, Howe, Sicily, Headley, and Hardwick did not play for Box Hill. Yeah. And yet they still beat the VFL Premiers. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Footscray by two points at Witten Now, mm. a lot of the list attended.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I heard that. they came through on social media. That um, yeah, not, were, not through the club's account, of no, course. No,
1: they but were, they, they were photographing uh, Jager Amira who wasn't limping, which yeah. is, uh, you know, amazing coverage. Um <laughs> But uh, cousins kicked two. David mm. Mirror, the captain of uh, Box Hill, was excellent. O'Rourke, yep, uh, he had twenty-five touches and we rested him for the last quarter. Okay, so he, he played very well in his first game back. Uh, I mean, pre, uh, pre-season, Willsmore had thirty-one disposals and six inside fifties, so he's putting his hand up.
0: So tell me where he plays usually? Wing. Okay, but says, well. We probably need something like exactly, that at
1: the moment. Exactly gee, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> so and I was going to say with O'Rourke, like if you remember pre-season, he was rating really well on the time, which time trials did, I guess got, is more about endurance, then right? And he did a hammy, yeah. Yeah, but um, God, it wouldn't help to have a guy that could really run out of game right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, your your man, Cade Stewart, 26 disposals, 9 tackles.
0: Yeah, like I know Stewart. And a
1: beautiful intercept on a kick-out that he then put straight back over the head.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Love that. Love that work. Uh, look, I know Stewart had a quiet one when he came back in the side, but I want to persist with him, I think. Yeah. I think I'm, we bring I'm him back kind in. of
1: excited about the Irishman running around the back half. So Don't got we have two? Connor Glass, who are uh, highly skilled. Yeah. And uh, Connor Nash.
0: Yeah. The two Connors, two Connors.
1: I think, um, you know... We've seen a few Irishmen really take to the game, so... And all they th- can do anything. Like, they can be top ten, yeah. or they can be like this... Um, like the Canadian.
0: What was his name? Mike Pike. Mike Pike? How did you forget? <laughs> that That's all anyone ever said about him, because he's Canadian.
1: There's no expectations on these guys. So no. they, you know... There, there's no real ceiling for them.
0: All this is just confirming that we should be a Box Hill podcast, oh, as we discussed no, last week. No,
1: no. So, um... So, well, well, if you want to do that, you know, Box Hill play this Saturday, 2pm, Coburg, Box Hill City Oval. I think I might go. be going. Sweet plug,
0: Where are you going? Yeah.
1: Okay. And yeah. Then Back it up with the West Coast game the following day.
0: Okay. I was going to say, are you going to show up to the West Coast game? Oh, yes. Yep. That's okay. already booked in. Would you begrudge people not showing up at this point?
1: No, because it's the worst time <laughs> to be going.
0: It's um... 4.40 on a Sunday. Come on well and that's, against the west coast well that's that's true as well but um, so I was chatting about this like last night and um, it's not so much I would never stop attending at the moment through having like a tantrum and being like angry at the club oh, it's right. just um, you know it's just not really a fun time like well, losing by that much it's just it's just upsetting
1: Oh, well, now, little... now I'm going to get real shirty with it because I sat Why? through from 93 all the way through to 2008. Well, you're a bit older than me. Right. And the only thing we had going for us was a little bloke mm. running around called Shane Crawford. Yeah. And every now and again, he'd, he'd kick to the to the fat old guy up the field, Dunstall.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: That's about all we had on that side. Yeah. <laughs> Platten was still going around. But... We, w- we would get slammed. We were, we're non competitive. Ken Judge came in and fixed up the back line. And then we got to 98. And I think that's what we're being compared to now, where we were nil and six. And uh, oh, we looked so bad. And then track forward three years. Yeah. We miss out on the prelim by hitting the top of the goalpost against Essendon.
0: Yeah, I remember.
1: Now, <clears throat> that's how quickly things can change. Yeah, for sure. And that was under Swab. Yep. Who's now coaching the umpires. This gives you an idea. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I know too so, well. I'm so all too how quick with that.
1: can we turn around
0: now? Well, I, um, it pains me to refer to North Melbourne's year last year. I mean, they won Ten nine straight. Nine, was it? Yeah. And um, where'd they end up? Who cares? You know? It's just fortunes can change. But I wonder if it's harder to go from being a rabble To being a success than the other way around. Uh, I don't know if that's a weird point to make, but I'd love to look at AFL history and look at teams that have had this kind of start and then they've somehow picked themselves
1: up. we're like less than 5% chance. Yeah. I I mean... At this point, we aren't making finals.
0: No, and I don't want to fill our supporters with false hope, but, you know, this club's capable of miraculous things, so who knows? I guess the only thing you can do is just head along to the game and well, that's right. Hope that it's not going to be upsetting. But as what, I said, what, I'm,
1: well, what I was going to go on to say, yeah, was it's about the ride. Like you see yeah. incremental improvements in each of these guys. Like I remember when Crode came out, yeah, for us the first time, and uh, you know all the talk was he's this New Zealander. Yeah. And uh, he's not so great at kicking, but, you know, he's really strong and athletic and good looking and all. And he'll be really good for our membership, which Mm. is still, you know, not so great after 96. Yeah. And uh, you just watch him go all the way through. He goes, then we got rid of him to bloody Frio and then he (laughs) came back, you know, and we're going, what is wrong with this club? We just (laughs) got rid of our best player and, uh, uh, you know you got to be there for the ride because um, if you're not there
0: at the worst parts, yeah, you've got the to ge- story isn't as good. Exactly. You've got to get in on the ground floor. Yeah. So like, hey, Tiz, is this our comeback this story? Is, this
1: is when you... <laughs> this, I tell you what, this is when you feel like you really are... You know how even when you win a premiership, yeah, right? It kind of feels like it's not... It's sometimes it's not really you that's won it. Like it really is them. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> and you still get the uplift I tell you what mate as i sit here in a black t-shirt and track pants i know it wasn't me
1: but you, <laughs> but but you definitely feel like it's you losing
0: yeah yeah it's, it's it's embarrassing yeah yeah you you feel like you want to if you take it as seriously as we do you want to dig a hole and hide oh, it's it's weird
1: it's it's not that
0: bad oh okay well I it's feel just, it, just maroon me on that I emotion i feel embarrassed will you? okay for um
1: the players that are underperforming, yep. But I don't feel embarrassed myself.
0: Oh, okay. I just because I know that right now, to some extent, Hawthorne's a bit of a laughing stock to, to nah, people. We're who, not, we're nah, not. To, to people who don't look at the game analytically. It's just, oh, Hawthorne's fucking shoot, mate. It's yeah, it's yeah. No, they're the they're the opinions I respect. <laughs> I oh, it's just annoying. Obviously, they're not opinions to be respected, but that's almost not the point.
1: What I'm saying is you can definitely find some ownership in these losses. Okay. And you can identify.
0: I want, I want to get to some opinions from Twitter.
1: It's the struggle that makes the, the
0: victory so sweet, man.
1: <laughs> well, that's... If we won it every time, yeah. what
0: are we playing for? If you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Somewhat, what Dolly Parton said. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's Never right. I
1: felt so bad about my opinion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get to some opinions from Twitter. Okay, Let's get to some questions and comments. So we heard from Sam who said, Hawthorne's leaders for inside 50s in 2016, Smith, yeah. Burgoyne, Lewis, Mitchell and Hill, haven't been able to replace those last three players with quality ball deliverers, which I think is pretty fair. You lose those last three who give you quality inside 50s and obviously you're going to be a shadow of what you once were. I didn't realise that they were responsible for so many.
1: Well, that was the game plan. We we found space for those guys and, you know, we, we, we're still in the throes of all these changes. It's, it's not going to improve for a while. I know Clarko's like, it'll click, it'll click. Yeah. I don't see it clicking
0: before the buy. Yeah, neither. Yeah. I, I'm very dubious of that sort of talk. And he, he uh, remember you, last
1: week I criticized him for not taking any ownership over it whatsoever. Yeah. I'm this s- week he was quite introspective. He was like, maybe I've misjudged these <laughs> fellas. Maybe they're not as good as I thought they were.
0: I yeah, I don't think it's even that. I just, I still think it's part of the plan. Like, we're, we need a better plan for the players we've got. Mm. Maybe that's it. I don't know. And, and it might take a long time to work that out. So it's going to be frustrating for a while. Um, what about Tim Richards, who says, Young guys need an extended stay in the team. No point turning to White I Cross, agree with that. Sean Makers, etc. Need to get a real good look at our under-23s. Yep.
1: Yep. The question I want to ask is, who's our trade bait to get back into the draft? Because that's definitely yeah. going to happen.
0: Yeah. Someone's so. leaving. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> we we made efforts to sign a lot of players in December, so I mean the first name that would have come to mind was Bruce. Hmm. But I mean, I'm I'm mind you, I'm happy to keep him, but yeah, we do need some um, some currency at the trade table that we, well, we probably know he, don't he has have currency right now
1: because he's been approached by a number of clubs.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he's locked away. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's his choice if he, we put it to him. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Um, let's hear from Nat Martin, who said, I think it's probably time to do it. we did in 2004 and trade plays with currency to get back in the draft and cop what comes with it. Yeah, as, I mean, that's basically the point we're just touching upon. Um, it takes a pretty resilient supporter to go through that, uh, to, to weather that. But as you say, you've got to take the lows and the highs, don't you?
1: Well, you do, but um, you don't have to take them gracefully. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. What about a Gone Rogue? Um, I, put it, I, I sent a tweet out during the game. I can't remember when it was. It might have been second or third quarter against Geelong. And I asked, How many here's, here's a question. Are we missing Vickery right now? Now, I did not... <laughs> I know it sounds like a loaded question. It was more well, one of genuine curiosity. Because bullshit. I wasn't, bull, bullshit, bullshit. No, you
1: are just paying for his blood. I mean, he's not even out
0: there, and you're having a go at it. <laughs> oh, no, I to, no, I'm not. I would never. I would never. No, that's unfair. I want. I to, thought it was unfair too. I don't think he should have tweeted that. No, I want to know <laughs> what the public sentiment is, because unlike you, I don't have quite as analytical read on the game as you do. So some, uh, you so,
1: thought we were missing? No, I thought. No. So it, what we were doing was we were hitting up. Uh, uh, McAvoy up the line yep. and trying to run past to pick up the ball or run into space. Yeah. Right?
0: <clears throat> that old chestnut.
1: Sometimes nut. requiring McAvoy to pass the ball. He's not a bad pass but he's not that great. And it worked for a time. He played a magnificent game. I thought McAvoy. Him and Hodge were yeah, McAvoy the only two good. that really yeah. um, sustained it. I, I Tim O'Brien you... was interesting in the ruck. And that's probably <laughs> what you saw yeah. just before you tweeted do we need Vickery? Because well, Tim O'Brien did look Definitely outsized. Yeah, <laughs> at almost every, <laughs> yeah, every single, um, contest. But uh,
0: I thought he played as well as he could, given his role. Yeah, I, I guess so. I look, it wasn't. It even it wasn't even a diss on our players out there to be like, yeah, oh, are we missing Vicar? It wasn't. It wasn't as loaded as you're making it out to be. It was just a genuine. It question.
1: was masterful.
0: Social media management, wasn't it? It, it did well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it got some good responses, and I thought Gone Rogue just put it quite well uh, in yeah. response to that. Until we can find a way to move the ball smoothly, it's essentially moot. Yeah, that's that pretty much closes e. the book on that Vickery issue. Vicky
1: can't take a contested mark,
0: but he's very good around the contest. Um, did, did you at did, the fall of the ball? I uh, speaking of like contested marks and stuff, there was a moment on. Like, during the game, I in first or second quarter, when we hit up Puapolo on a lead. We hit up a player... Who did that? ...on the lead. I think it, it was Hardwick, wasn't it? Was it? Hardwick. Beautiful yeah, pass. It was, but... Oh, my God. We hit up a player on the lead. That was our... That was an inside 50. So, what did you think about the guys we brought in? Uh, I thought they were fine. It's... Uh, yeah, it's hard not to get carried away with the figure, like the losing margin, and yeah. to look like it's all doom and gloom. But, um... My problem isn't necessarily with the new kids. I, I feel like it sucks that the people who have won premiership medals are out there not hitting their stride. And it's like, what happened to these players? And and unfortunately, I mean, you look at Rioli. I mean, what what is going on there? Like he just hasn't really turned up this season. He's not the live wire he was. And well, I-
1: he had his best season
0: to twenty sixteen. Yeah, I thought last year that he saved us. He got us out of jail a number of times through just sheer brilliance, and we're missing it. It's not the difference, but we are missing that some of that sparkle and magic this year. Yeah. So yeah, and even poopolo you know, while he did take that mark on the lead, um, he goes missing a lot, and even Smith is nullified at times, and oh, I don't
1: know. You know, you just saw that player's heads drop when he got caught.
0: Yeah, that was just terrible. I we were
1: looking good for a minute.
0: Oh. Well, like, this this is what I'm saying. We have patches of brilliance right now where you feel like we could, if we just went on with it, would be, uh, would look pretty good. But we never seem to be able to. What do you mean? I mean, we're not even close. Yeah, but it has to get to 86 points, Tiz. I mean, it really blew out in the final quarter. But if you look at like the first and second, I know we leaked a lot of opportunities, like a sieve. Like to give the cats that many chances was just deplorable. Great, but,
1: great hit from Ruffy on danger.
0: Oh, it was great. Yeah. So again, another moment that was just peppered in amongst the trash. But <laughs> um, but like occasionally when when we got going, we started looking dangerous again, and the crowd got up and about as well, and you felt something. Well, you, could, you couldn't say the Hawthorne is in the box seat, you felt like something was happening. We've lost, what we've lost is our um, difference.
1: There's mm. no point of difference that we do better than anyone else. We're not kicking mm. better than anyone else. Yeah, that's true. We're not running faster, we're not defending better, we're mm. not, you know? And that's what good teams work out. They've got one point of difference and they... They
0: play to the strength. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I think that came out last week, didn't it? Just not playing to our strengths.
1: Well, you know that's what always happens when you lose.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's fair enough. Um, Tis I, I want to get to award season.
1: <laughs> we had awards. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, we, wow. we,
0: yeah. I have to come up with these each week, listeners. So yeah. just deserve a pat on the back for this one. This is the inaugural <laughs> Where the Good Guys Honest Award. Uh, the inaugural Where the Good Guys Honest Award goes to the various betting agencies. Who's promoted social media content and has been clogging up my feed? Have like, I don't know if you use. We well, use Twitter at yeah. least. Do you ever see that stuff? Just, I've blocked a lot of them. Yeah, good idea. I don't know why I haven't done that yet. Yeah, it just shits me. Um, Mind you, they did pay fairly well for the <laughs> result. No, come on, we're not promoting this rubbish. Mostly because.
1: No, no, I'm just saying they they actually rated us a. Th- yeah. Why? Exactly.
0: <laughs> Look, they normally bother me anyway because they what they do is it, it's in the new age of social media where betting agencies will have like memes <clears throat> and like little AFL jokes and stuff like that, and of course this week. In the last couple of days, they've turned their I, attention you know, to Hawthorne. On, just before you get on. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah.
1: I want to meet the people who do that crap. <laughs>
0: Why? I just, just... So you can injure them in some way? I,
1: no. So no, I just want to know so I can avoid them in general life. Break their fingers, life. they can't <laughs> just, type it. It's like, you know, parking inspectors for yeah. me.
0: Yep. Yep in terms of where they sit in society. Really? Well, I mean, well, I can't blame you because they're, they're really giving me the shits this the week. social media
1: managers for betting agencies. <laughs> yeah,
0: because, I mean, you know, it's turned into this, like, you know, air quotes branding. You mm. know, they have this branding of, like, you know, we're, we're fun and we're fans like you too and we just love a laugh. It's like, no, you're money-sucking parasites preying on people who have addiction to this sort of thing and and yeah. you, it's you're transparent but and you're pathetic you're not the good guys stop acting like it however they do have a valid gambling license which is one thing Hawthorne didn't have for a while. <laughs> yeah actually that's a good point you probably <laughs> tread carefully on this subject <laughs> yeah it's a bit rich of me to go off on betting agencies when oh no all I've, right I've walked, moving right along. yeah I've walked myself into a minefield uh and the anti fantasy team we can't move on without looking at the anti fantasy team <laughs> it's um look it it's tough it's tough stuff like who is your top scorer my top scorer was motlop oh. hey hey motlop okay here's the thing that's going right with anti fantasy at the moment without motlop turning in a blinder that must have sucked
1: I mean just being there watching it and then you thinking oh my god he's in my fantasy team as he runs into 53 times without anyone near him
0: exactly yeah I mean and and being the final game of the round it's like I'm home free here this is going to be my best round yet did you Uh, captain him? no yeah I know lucky yeah very lucky um, no, so you how s- many places did you drop, Nick? <laughs> well, I dropped another roughly 2000 places. So I was 120 122,600 overall last week. Now I'm 124,246th. Thousands. Yep. Um, so I've dropped roughly another another 2000 places, which is good, but still like my lowest score is round one. My lowest score so far, I can't seem to get below like I think it was one. 1,111. it was exactly one thousand one hundred and eleven. So one 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 one. I can't seem to drop below. It's really annoying me because it's people like Motlop who just, just suddenly turn in a good game. And yeah. It's like, oh. What? Yeah. Because and, and like the rest of my players, I've chosen quite well. Like Jesse White was my LVP least valued player. Oh, my team was complete crap on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what did you score? Did you score worse than me? No, God no. <laughs> Don't insult you is It's what just I read like
1: there. I could give you some tips And, yeah, I'm, and I'm exactly Trying to avoid What you're trying to accomplish
0: Yeah Yeah Well oh, I seem to be doing okay My LVP was Jesse White Who scored 24 Which is One of the best For the year so far Did you far. see
1: they were Booing Darcy Moore The Oh were they? Oh okay Why? Yeah now Can we just Are we going to boo Sammy? If he uh, plays Because I'm not sure He's going to play He thought he'd broken His leg at the time
0: I yeah, no. I don't really I don't really go in for that booing. No, I'm not gonna boo him. Um Are you gonna applaud him? Are you gonna stand and cheer him? I don't think I'll go that far. I mean, if he was doing a lap of the G I would. But yeah. If he like when he gets the ball on the MCG playing for another team, no, I'm not gonna clap him like
1: Oh, I think I will the first few touches. What? Yeah. Why?
0: Oh, because I got such respect for him. And and more so now that he's absent. <laughs> I mean like, think about how that sounds out on the ground if you Sam Mitchell. Like, it's supposed to be our home ground advantage, and suddenly you've got the entire stadium applauding it. Like, no. Nah. No. No. That,
1: that's, that's sort of hyper competitiveness. I mean, it's not going to have any effect. I mean,
0: he, he's been booed from pillar to
1: post. He's been booed in the West. He's been booed in so. Sydney. That, give, him a, give him applause. Show you appreciated his efforts. That's out of the way. Uh, yeah, if well. He then goes and, you know, clocks Tom Mitchell. You Which mean could knees. could be
0: amazing. Knees, Tom Mitchell. You
1: know, whatever. It could be amazing. like <laughs> Mitchell on
0: Mitchell. Mitchell on Mitchell. Commentator's um, dream. Now, Tiz, I promised something to lighten the mood on social media. At HawkTalkPod, if you want to get in touch. I should have plugged that before. If you want to send us any questions or comments <laughs> or anything, at HawkTalkPod. But I promised something to lighten the mood. Oh, here we go. Okay. So this is something I've been... I, I meant to do it last week. I kept it under wraps. I- so... I've got a book here. We're all about books on this podcast. We're all about sport books. Um, Now, I've got uh, a book by Warwick Hadfield. uh, The Secrets of 20 Champions. Sporting diets. Really? Great sporting diets. Yeah, introduction by Rosemary Stanton. (laughs) I wonder what she's up to these days. I have no idea. Um, But anyway, so I found this in a salvos. Uh, Interestingly, when I was in that salvos a couple of weeks ago... You were
1: donating, were you? You uh,
0: I I wasn't donating. Your Hawthorne scarves? Well, I saw a a big bucket of old Hawthorne scarves, (laughs) which, uh, you know, I've since softened on. Because initially I was like, oh, bloody turncoat supporters. But then, as someone informed me, um, people, like homeless people, genuinely need warmth coming up to these months. So I felt immediately terrible um, but I, I did find this book, and and let me just uh, what what are you making of this? What do you think I'm about to show you in this? I'm, I'm flipping the page. I need to find a particular. I'm hoping page. it's Dipper. You're hoping it's Dipper? but I'm thinking it's probably Dunstall. So you think Dunstall would do a diet book? Yeah, that would be hilarious. Is it, so isn't it just celebrity diets? Like no, it's it's all sorts of sporting heroes. In you know, it's not just footballers. Okay. You're all Australian sport sporting heroes. Are some of them disgusting. I haven't read through the whole thing, to be honest. (laughs) Because... Oh, it is! It is Dipper. (laughs) We've got Robert Dippia Domenico's Diet. Okay? So, I found this book. I bought it for, what's that, $1.25? Well,
1: he did start a a couple of cafes, old Dipper.
0: He did, he did. So, uh, we've we've got his bio in here, and it goes on for a bit. A couple of nice images there. Yeah, some good images. Uh, But what we've got here, as we get to the end of his... Chapter, if you like. Is, the... this, is this going to be as good as in the record where they go, what's your favourite dish to cook? A little bit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit amusing. Uh, the Dippio Domenico diet. Okay, here we go. So, breakfast. Half a cup of rolled oats with water, two poached eggs, one slice of wholemeal toast, black tea or coffee. Bang, there's your breakfast. It's done. What do you make of that? Is it breakfast of champions, you reckon? Um, probably. <laughs> well, it must have been. That's, you know, the premiership medallions speak for themselves. I guess it must have worked. Uh, snack, he specifies fruit, half an apple or banana. This doesn't sound. Interesting. <laughs> 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 this it, isn't. It's this not isn't. peculiar in any way at this yeah, point. No, this is. Okay. Uh,
1: you know. You want me to press lots on? Lots of
0: non sporting people do this. Yep. <laughs> Lunch: Six ounces of chicken fillet or four ounces of tuna. Vegetables, half a cup of broccoli, half a cup of cabbage. Who's measuring cabbage by cups? <laughs> bizarre. One tomato, half a cup of mushrooms or large lettuce. Cucumber with low calorie dressing. Uh, Followed by a snack. Fruit, half an apple or banana. So he hasn't changed the thing up there. He's gone the, yeah. b- the apple or banana again. Yeah. And for dinner... Six ounces of fish or chicken with vegetables. There you go. That wraps it up. Fascinating.
1: He, he owned a pasta restaurant.
0: Yeah. But as he goes on to say, he says, because he's invited to make comments to justify this diet. Yes, <laughs> he's he offended. Is he he, he says, what, what did the ghostwriter write there, Nick? <laughs> well, he says, this is my pre-season diet. One aim to get me fit. <laughs> Aim to get me fit and to get my weight down for the season. I don't drink at meals as this, as this tends to dilute digestive fluids and impede normal digestion time. I don't use salt. I avoid vinegar and dressings using lemon instead. I only eat whole grain breads and I always have tomatoes raw. Cooking them renders them acid in the system. I also make sure mm-hmm. I'm having sufficient vitamins with vitamin tablets. I also do a lot of aerobic exercise because it stimulates the respiratory and circulatory systems. I get plenty of fresh air and sunshine, even in Melbourne, and always sleep with a window open. That's <laughs> not a dietary concern, Dipper, but thanks for chucking in that last bit. I understand why the window's open, given the cabbage, but anyway <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh boy. So um that's, that's interesting. He Dipper's pre-season. Specify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dipper's pre-season diet. And uh as a as a slightly uh portly gentleman myself, perhaps I wouldn't be too bad going on that diet. What do you reckon? Do you reckon I should follow that?
1: Uh, righto. I don't I don't know what to do with this Nick. This is this is straight out of left field. Well, that that <laughs> this was is part like, of what, the idea. What is this?
0: I thought you'd find it amusing Let's And you see. have done. Who else have you got Who else is in the book, book? Okay. Um,
1: Who are these people <laughs> well, you gotta Oh keep Alan in... Border There's one I know Oh yeah Who who Jeff, are these people Jeff Fennec
0: Yeah you got to keep in mind This is a book from the 90s Rob or... D.
1: Castell- did he eat Did he <laughs> Greg Norman Oh come okay. on I'm not A golfer's sportsman Oh, oh. <laughs> At Hawk Talk Pod <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've opened a can we're, of worms. We're falling there. into the same trap, as, aren't we? As what? As uh, the actual Hawk uh, Haw- Hawthorne FC buddy Twitter thing, where they just—I oh, will not be rile associated up the with listeners.
0: that. Oh right, yeah. I guess. Well, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Look, um, you know, the, the other controversy with our with our social media tis is. Um, just what the future of my rant is going to be. I've been cutting... You can't cut the rant. I've been cutting professional wrestling-style promos on teams all year, and we haven't won. Someone pointed out that we haven't won since the podcast. S- since we started the podcast, yeah. which I'll say, are we counting JLT? Because we, we beat the Cats. He's so, not. Well, I, well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't count it. <laughs> But, you know, is it us? You know, is, is it all on us now? I don't know. I, I feel like it's been on my promos. Like, maybe I should just stop doing them. Um, Al Stocks re- wrote in via Twitter at HawkTalkPod. Uh, Are we blaming Nick's promos for our losses yet? I hope not because I love him. <laughs> now, do you put me in a different spot Got ahead of the curve. <laughs> you, you put me in a tricky position. And. You know, I was talking, uh, talking with my girlfriend last night about, oh, I'm just not sure if I've got it in me to write a promo but this the,
1: week. But the Weagles are our bunnies.
0: Well, not only that, but she pointed out that if I stop doing them, it's like throwing all the toys out of the cot. It's like just having a, a tantrum, and it just looks bad. It's petty if I just stop doing it because we've started to lose. So what I've done is I've whipped up a promo for this week that's right in tantrum form in tantrum (laughs) form let's see how we go now I want to say Tiz this week the critics are circling like vultures and our proud club continues to plummet from dizzy heights the dizziest heights any AFL club has ever seen and we know all too well opposition fans right now are licking their lips loving every second of it when in fact you should all be shaking in your boots because in the last few years you've all had the luxury of knowing what you're up against you've had the best of the best the most successful club of the modern era the unsociable hawks. But if you're going to bark at us that our time is up, you have to understand something. You've never known a Hawthorne side with nothing left to lose. You've never known a Hawthorne side this unpredictable. You've never known a Hawthorne side who could flick the switch at any moment and shatter the finals aspirations of opposition teams. Oh yes, it's only dawning on you now isn't it Eagles fans. It's said that what goes up must come down and if we're going down we're damn sure dragging you with us. And it's funny really, it wasn't all that long ago that you were so green with envy, so green in fact you poached our assistant coach and then you poached our Brownlow medalist Sam Mitchell guess you figured he wasn't too old too slow when he was using your boys as hats a couple of years back. No, the one thing you can't poach is Premiership glory. You're just pining for it, aren't you? And in the meantime, West Coast, you're just a bunch of wannabes. You want to be just like Hawthorne, but you'll never be us. That's why you packed your list with losers like Josh Kennedy, the second best Josh Kennedy in the league, and the third best if I changed my name and got drafted. Then there's big boy Jonathan Giles. Jeez, you're in trouble when Essendon lose half their team and you still can't get a game, and get a load of Sharrod Wellingham. Sharrod Sharrod's not even a name, you bogan. Will Schofield? Won't Schofield. And finally, you ain't Jack, darling. It all adds up to this, West Coast. You're not anywhere near our level, past or present. And this Sunday at the MCG, when the final siren sounds, Hawthorne will have exposed you once again as a bunch of perpetual pretenders.
1: I would have just pointed out that, um... When Sammy and Pritis are gone, they're gonna be losing by more than eighty six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go the drug route, but I thought that was a bit cheap. I mean, there's there's plenty I could have picked up with West Coast, but it's hard, Tiz. It's hard to write a promo these days. You have to understand.
1: I I haven't written any. I don't know how hard
0: they are. What's, re- who we got next after this? It's uh, a good point. Do you want do you want to give, <laughs> do you want to give me a 2nd or look it, up? I'll look it up. All right. St Kilda down in Tassie. Do you reckon our um, St. Kilda, uh, St Kilda Street, our Tasmania streak's in jeopardy? If it was going to end any time, it would be this year, the way we're going.
1: Uh, Well, that's true, yeah. I'm not that's, sure That's who... going to be,
0: look, it's going to be sad if that happens. That's, well, yeah, I'm going to be upset if that happens, if we lose our streak St. down Kilda there. St
1: Kilda play the Cats okay. this week, and then they've got us the following week. Do you reckon St Kilda
0: will lose by 86 points? That'd be nice. No. No, of course they won't. Oh, no. uh, it's it's tough times, tis. It's tough times. Are we like? I, I sent out a tweet. Maybe it's just our time to be this club. Yeah, I that hated other, that. That other How clubs fucking defeatist the was there. Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows? There's there's always got to be one or two, and maybe it's our time. But look, I and I speak the truth in the promo I wrote. There is a silver lining in that. If we can damage the finals aspirations of other teams uh, out not of the blue. Uh,
1: we're not a wrecker. We're a builder. We build ourselves up. Nah, no, fuck them. not nah, to, to wreck other him. peoples
0: No. Gets to round 23. If there's a club on the cusp of making finals, and I hope it's North, I hope we beat them by a couple of points it and they miss the finals. North. I don't care. Do you know who we play who in the last round? Who, who did we play in the last round? The Doggies. Brilliant. Works for me just fine. Oh, you'd love that. Oh, if we oh. could destroy their back-to-back campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Back to back. I think to you mean. Bark? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mate, suddenly, my passion for this season has been reignited. <laughs> Round 23, here we go. That is the goal. That is the <laughs> end point. Destroy the dog's dream of back-to-back, or and, should I say a back-to-back. And the VFL premiership. And the VFL premiership, would be yeah, nice. there we go. Have you got anything else to add at this point, Tiz? I think we could wrap it up. No, no, I think we're good. How do we even come back from the from the Dipper Diet and the promo? It's It's been a jam-packed episode. Dipper Diet the different diet how long do you reckon his pre-season was about a week (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's about as long as I'll stick to the diet I'll tell you what Um, if you want to rate like comment subscribe do all that stuff we're on iTunes obviously so um, just jump on there and rate and review us that'd be awesome it really keeps us going particularly in these trying times with the club yeah Um, there were a few moments where we wondered why we were doing this anymore yeah absolutely but I should say that the support has been growing it's been fantastic particularly on Twitter at hawk talk pod jump on there and uh follow us and, and you know comment and give us your questions and know and ride ride this out with us it's gonna be interesting to see where this do you, season give us a, do you
1: give us a chance on Sunday or not?
0: Uh nah, not at this point. Okay. Which is not based on West Coast. Well West Coast have a terrible record at the G. Yeah, yeah. And look, it's it's not based on our opposition. It's it's purely I just don't think Hawthorne have worked it out just yet. Yeah. Yeah, and it may happen But I don't think It's going to be next week uh, And and like I said In my promo We will win Like we're, we're, we're The wheel is spinning And it's going to land On a club eventually <laughs> Where they're going to be The unfortunate club That we just hoodwink Yeah But I don't think It's going to be the Eagles Look I, I will attempt I'll, I'll go as I always do And I hope to be surprised Because after all That's what we've got We've got hope <laughs> We are a hoping team At Hawthorne oh. Ha, 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 ha.